Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday powered by DraftKings. Not only the America's number one rated sports book app, but the best DFS site in the galaxy. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. You guys know that. Lots of podcasts for you this week. We'll have college draft podcasts this morning. We'll have Fantasy Feast Part 1 this afternoon. Programming note, even money on Wednesday again this week. That's when you'll hear Part 2 of the Fantasy Feast as well. Hopefully you guys are finishing strong with your fantasy football seasons. We love those of you that help us spread the word via social media. It means a great deal, so we reward at least one of you every week at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. Any engagement counts and is appreciated. Tweets, likes, comments, retweets, quote tweets, whatever. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, it's all good. Sponsor confirmation, email winner. Every week, I got something for Simply Safe for you today. I'm just telling you, you guys know it's something that hit me personally multiple times. Simply Safe's a good one for the sponsor confirmation email winner. And I will have a YouTube cameo style, the same thing a lot of you guys hire me to do cameo style shout out for just someone that subscribes and comments on any one of our YouTube posts, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Shout out is in order for Parker Scarborough. That's an awesome name, actually, Parker. Parker Scarborough just sounds cool, just sounds tough. Anyway, he's the latest patron. Happy to have you as one of the official Tuckheads joining the family. Patreon.com slash RT Media. Let's roll. The Big Show. All right, week 14 in the books now. Big AFC North battle last night between the Browns and the Ravens. What stood out to you, Ross? Baltimore comes away with this one, 47-42. Did you even make it through the whole game? I didn't make it through any of the game, Brian. If anybody uh, was watching or listening to yesterday's show, I was struggling. You know, this happens to me sometimes during football season where the season, my schedule – catches up to me 
after three hours sleep for us to record the Ross Tucker football podcast yesterday, I 7.30, Bri, I was out. And I woke up at 5.30. I slept for 10 hours straight. Just boom. I mean, that never happened. I never sleep more than six, six and a half, maybe seven hours in a row, which just tells you I need it. I'm sure, you know, my back not feeling good and some of the uh, pain medicine probably contributed to that as well. However, have no fear. I did, of course, when I woke up this morning, watch the whole game on NFL Game Pass while I was working out. So I didn't get the to experience the live thrill like it is, um, which is so awesome. That shared experience with the second screen live awesome game. I will say this, though. It's pretty cool to watch the game on NFL Game Pass when you know it's an awesome game. Like when you know you can't wait to see what happens next and the play after that and the play after that. And what a game. I mean, it might have been the game of the year, and it does remind me of that, what was it, Rams-Chiefs a couple years ago. Absolutely epic, epic game. And I think that there's a lot of positives and some negatives, frankly, to take from that game for both teams. I mean, obviously, Baltimore got a win they absolutely had to have. For the Browns, I guess I'll get to the start. You know, they had Wyatt Teller back off the COVID list, which was big, but they didn't have Austin Hooper who had that neck injury that he got in practice, which is rare. You know, I mean, I don't even know where to start. Uh, Lamar Jackson was incredible in this game. Yeah, he missed a couple throws, um, especially throws that would have been touchdowns. But that's just kind of going to be who he is, right? Like, he's going to miss some throws, but he's going to make up for it with unbelievable playmaking ability, athleticism. He, he, he was... He was phenomenal on the night. I will say this, though. And, of course, when I'm watching on NFL Game Pass, I kind of know the stats. I knew the final score. I I was very disappointed in the plan by the Browns defensively. Very disappointed. They did not seem to have a really good plan or discipline for the Ravens' rushing attack, for the quarterback-centric rushing attack. Like, hey, Browns. What do you think they're going to do? Yeah, I mean, some of those handoffs, some of the times where Lamar Jackson pulls the ball and takes I couldn't believe, like, there was nobody for the quarterback. That's the number one thing you have to do is account for Lamar Jackson in the run game. Like, what are we doing, guys? I, I, I thought that was pretty disappointing. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson coming back from cramps on that fourth down to throw the touchdown pass to Hollywood Brown who had already dropped three passes in the game, that was the stuff of legends. Absolutely the stuff of legends. Uh, I I think it's funny, all the debate going around whether Lamar had to use the bathroom or he really had cramps. I mean, first of all, there's more than one kind of cramps. It could be leg cramps. It could be stomach cramps. Secondly, could have been both. He could have had cramps, and he could have had what my wife and I refer to as Ed which is explosive diarrhea. That's how we, that's our communication. Ed, explosive diarrhea. I have Ed. I got Ed. Okay, got it. Anyway, that might be a little TMI for you guys. Uh, Baker Mayfield, very impressive, I thought. Look, I thought he had a great game. The, The interception to Bowser was very costly, certainly. But 
if the question is, can Baker get it done for the Browns in the playoffs or in a big spot? The answer is yes. You know, they just didn't have the ball last in that game. But the answer is yes. Baker can get it done in those situations. And he did. He did get it done. You know, you guys know how I feel about kickers. Don't even get me started. You know, Cody Parkey misses an extra point. He misses a chip shot field goal. While Justin Tucker, of course, my brother from another mother, crushes a game winner from, what, 55 yards, whatever it was, my high school football number. I'm sure there's no coincidence there. My high school football number, last name Tucker, you know. Anyway, it's just, it's it's unbelievable how much of a difference that position can make in the outcome of games, and it did. I'm a little surprised Cleveland didn't run it more, but when you score 42 points, it's kind of hard to really argue that. I thought the Ravens did an okay job against the run. 900 yards of offense. Nine rushing touchdowns. Could have been even more. Uh, The negatives were too many penalties. And I thought the officials called a number of penalties that were bogus and disappointing. Uh, There were footing issues, which was a little disappointing. Uh, Hollywood Brown, those drops I already mentioned. But all in all... An awesome game. I don't think I lowered the Browns at all in the power rankings as a result. We'll get to those momentarily. I did raise the Ravens a little bit because that's two games in a row where they've looked kind of impressive. But that was incredible Uh, and kind of cool to watch it the next morning, you know, knowing that what I was in store for. Anyway, you never know what you're in store for when it comes to your house and safety. I've been over this with you guys over the years, last couple of years, a bunch. Home security, home safety is something I take very seriously because I've had not one but two issues at my house over the years. Please, please consider getting a Simply Safe home security system. Uh, either you already have one and you know how great it is to have one, and you should consider switching to Simply Safe because it's less expensive. Or you don't know. And honestly, you almost don't even know what you don't know until you have an unfortunate incident at your house. High quality equipment, great camera footage. That's the key. Easy setup. I mean, you can set up yourself if you want in about 30 minutes. Super easy. Right now, my listeners get a free home security camera when you purchase a Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash Tucker. You also get a 60-day risk-free trial, so there's nothing to lose. Visit simplysafe.com slash Tucker for your free security camera today. That's simplysafe.com slash Tucker. It's time for the all-important power rankings. The worst team in the history of the NFL is... Number 32 this week, the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, Bri, I I thought about moving the Jets back down to 32. But the reality is, I mean, the Bengals lost 30 to 7 to the Cowboys. So I don't think that they prove they need to they deserve to be ahead of the Jets. All right. So number 31 is the Jets. Right. And the Jets, I mean. 
I don't know what there is to say at this point. I showed some faith in them that they would come out and play hard and play well and make the game competitive, and that's obviously not what happened. I, I really think those missed kicks deflated them. Number 30, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I thought the Jags had been competitive for a while. I was kind of giving them benefit of the doubt. No longer. They got housed by the Titans, gave up over 200 yards rushing, scored seven points. So the Jags are actually competitive thing is actually over thing. 29, the Cowboys. I don't really feel that much different about them. I know they beat the Bengals, but the Bengals fumbled like three times in a row. I still think the Cowboys are one of the worst teams in the NFL. 28, Chargers. You know, they won, but I still moved them behind some of these other teams. Even in a winning effort, that end of the first half shenanigans and the issues they've had, I'm still just I, – I don't think in a series of five or seven games in my backyard they would beat a lot of teams. I just think that they would somehow, some way, screw it up. 27, the Lions. Lions are at least competitive. Uh, something to keep an eye on this week is Matthew Stafford, whether or not he can play. Certainly, you know, he's got some rib issue. Doesn't feel like something at this stage of the season that you would try to make him push through for, but I guess we'll see. 26, the Bears. Duh, Bears, the Bears, the Bears. I didn't move them. Um, it was an impressive win. Maybe I should have moved them up a little bit, but I almost feel like at this point for them, it was like fool's gold. 25, the Panthers. Disappointing performance by the Panthers. You know, they're coming off a bye, trying to finish the season strong under first-year head coach Matt Rule, and I just thought that was not a very good performance all around. 24, the Broncos. Right, that's the team that beat them. And the issue for the Panthers was you're giving up punt returns for touchdowns. You're leaving guys like K.J. Hamler wide open. Just not good. 23, the Texans. So that was obviously a disastrous performance, but they had been competitive a bunch of games before that. So I moved them down one spot, but that's it. I'm kind of giving them a little bit of a mulligan you know, they've got guys out now with the PED suspension. So we'll see. If that if that happens again to them, they're going to move down a lot. Number 22, the Atlanta Falcons. I don't really feel any differently about them other than the Raheem Morris talk should be done, just like the Romeo Cornell talk should be done. You know, you can't play the way the Falcons did against the Chargers and lose that game and have any talk about Raheem Morris as, you know, returning to coach. Nope. They had their – he had – you know, if they win that game, win out the rest of the year, maybe, but no. Number 21, the Eagles. Eagles moved up a number of spots, and that's because they just beat the team that was number one in my power rankings. And it wasn't really fluky. You know, the Eagles deserved to win that game. They played very well on defense, and Jalen Hurts – Made them look like a different team on offense. Gave them quite the spark. So, look, I'm not getting crazy. They're not in the top 20 or anything, but they deserve to move up based on that performance against a team that had been number one in my rankings. Number 20, the 49ers. 
So I don't feel that differently about the Niners. I mean, I moved them down a spot. There was a couple of kind of fluky defensive touchdowns. Otherwise, they would have been right in that thing against Washington. They're not good, but they're not bad, if that makes sense. Number 19, the Giants. Moved them down quite a bit. Thought that was really, really disappointing. The offense was totally in shambles. Daniel Jones got absolutely smoked. And here's the thing. You know, if their defense didn't step up in the red zone, that score would have actually been much, much worse. For 18, the Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, look, uh, speaking of kickers, they could be very different in the power rankings. They moved down one spot if it weren't for their kicker in that game. 17, the Raiders. Well, we talked yesterday about how they fired defensive coordinator Paul Gunther and how the Raiders are clearly going the wrong way. I think Gruden is desperate to try to figure out something to kind of get this team sparked so that they can somehow still make the playoffs. You know, it's year three for him. They were looking like they had a great chance to make the playoffs. Now it's looking very dicey. I mean, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Indy, Cleveland, Tennessee, certainly feels like those teams are all going. So one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five. That's six. Then you've got the Ravens and Dolphins both at eight and five. Then the Raiders seven, six. It's unlikely that the Raiders are going to make the playoffs at this point. 16, the Patriots. So really, really disappointing performance against the Rams. That was that was bad. But, you know, they have still won four out of their last six. I'm not going to get too carried away. Let's see how they, they finish the year. And I've said this other place. I'll say it here, Brian. I think Bill Belichick is keeping Cam Newton as his starting quarterback because he's really hoping he can go two and three down, two and one in the last three games to get to eight and eight. I don't, you know, Belichick, I think personally cares greatly about his legacy, which is why he does all the NFL films things. And I think he doesn't want to have a, a losing record on his resume. He doesn't want people to be able to say, well, as soon as he lost Brady, he had a losing season. I I, I believe that is the, the motivation, period. Number 15, the Cardinals. Very, very impressive performance. They absolutely needed to have that. They go on the road. They destroyed the Giants in every phase of the game. Eight sacks, moved the ball. Dan Arnold, Kyler Murray could have been even worse. That was the Cardinals team we have been looking for earlier in the year. Number 14, the Washington football team. And really, I guess I should say, that was the Cardinals team that we have been looking for in the last few weeks. Washington, you know, this Alex Smith calf issue is really something to watch there and a huge, huge factor in their upcoming game against Seattle and moving forward because I frankly don't really think Dwayne Haskins gives them a chance to win. Number 13, the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, number 13. So they only dropped one spot. Losing a close game to the Chiefs is nothing to be ashamed of. I will say this, though. They are pretty banged up now at wide receiver. 
And that could affect them this week and over the next couple of weeks. By the way, somebody had me do this on Cameo, Bri. They had me do the uh, the Miami Dolphins song for their friend who is a Dolphins fan. So, look, I'll do stuff like that on Cameo. You want me to do that? I'll happily do Miami Dolphins or the Minnesota Vikings. I'll do any of that stuff on Cameo. Just if you want it for posterity or you think it's funny, do it. Hit me up. By the way, I know I've told you guys about this before. Trust me when I tell you, there's not much time left, so you pretty much have to do it now. Get somebody in your life a story from myfrontpagestory.com for the holidays. It's 49 bucks, and you talk to one of the writers. They'll write the most unbelievable story about your mom, your dad, your spouse, whoever it is. It looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. It's framed. I guarantee they will hang it up somewhere in their office, somewhere in their house, whatever. They will cry when they read it. It is amazing. Plus, just being able to say to somebody, hey, I want to do something different for you this year. So I had a story written about you. That is amazing. I had a story written about you. Are you kidding me? Myfrontpagestory.com. Number 12, the Baltimore Ravens. So I thought about moving the Ravens up even more, but I don't want to get too caught up in the moment. You know, they did give up 42 points. And their their recipe for success is strong defense and Lamar Jackson. Well, Lamar Jackson came to play, but the strong defense didn't. So I just don't think that they're – I can't sit here and say the Ravens are great, everything's fixed when they give up 42 points. Number 11, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Good, not great performance from the Bucks, which is why I didn't really move them up. You know, they're lucky Dan Bailey missed all those kicks. It wasn't like overwhelmingly impressive by Tom Brady and the Bucks. Number 10, the Indianapolis Colts. So really, really impressive offensive performance. Phillip Rivers is playing extremely well, which is surprising a lot of people. But the Raiders defense is just such a mess watching that game. I think the Colts deserve a lot of credit, but I think I gave the the Raiders more blame than I did Colts credit. Number nine, the Titans. Same thing with the Titans, really. You know, I mean, I thought it was a good performance. I didn't move them down, but I don't think that them beating the Jaguars badly was enough for me to move them up. You know, like, okay, it was good, but it wasn't enough for me to actually – move them up so uh, ahead of other teams so that you know look very solid number nine nothing to be ashamed of number eight the Seahawks same spot I didn't move them up or down you know they they smoked the Jets good for them but doesn't make me think that they're better than these other seven teams number seven the Cleveland Browns very similar to how I feel about the Ravens now, the Ravens actually moved up a couple spots ahead of teams like the Dolphins and the Giants. But uh, the Browns, the best news is Baker Mayfield. The bad news is your defense has to play a heck of a lot better than that. A heck of a lot better than that. Number six, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Two weeks in a row they drop. Last week they dropped two spots. This week they dropped Three more spots. You know, not only 
are they having issues offensively? Ben doesn't look great. They're dropping passes. They can't run the ball. But even the defense, I thought, was a little disappointing against the Bills. Number five, the L.A. Rams. They moved up ahead of the Steelers because that was a kick-you-know-what performance against the Patriots. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The Rams are legit, man. Rams are a legit Super Bowl contender. They are one of the five best teams in the NFL right now as long as they don't play the Niners, and they won't. They've got offense. They've got defense. They've got special teams. They're a good team. about number four, the Buffalo Bills? How about my beloved Buffalo Bills, the fourth best team in the NFL? And they are. I mean, you could debate maybe them or the Rams, but right now they are. They are deserving of a top four ranking. It is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And, yes, I believe. You get it, Bri? Got it. Very nice. Believe. The New Orleans Saints. Right. They dropped a couple spots. Um, You know, they were not sharp offensively. They got to get Drew Brees back. We'll see if he plays this week or not. I actually thought Taysom Hill did some positive things in the second half, but they're still not the same. They need to get back into their, their rhythm with their field general, Brees. And defensively, you know, I mean, you let a team rush for 250 yards on you, especially when you knew that's exactly what the heck Jalen Hurts was going to do, then you deserve to drop a couple spots. Number two, the Green Bay Packers. You know, they've been consistent. That You know, they're, they're not great on defense, but they're good enough. They've been very consistent on offense. And I think moving the Saints down, I moved the Packers up. I think, look, the Bills and the Rams. I think all those teams are kind of in the same mix right now. Rams, Bills, Saints, Packers. Russ's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is... A new number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. For the first time since week six, week five really, the Chiefs are back at number one. I don't think this will get anyone annoyed. I think the only thing that gets people annoyed is Chiefs fans on the weeks when I didn't have them, number one. I got an email from somebody asking if I was trolling Chiefs fans by not having them number one last week. No, I'm not trolling. I'm just going by what I think about what my eyes tell me. The Chiefs, every game has been a one-score game. And the Saints defense had been playing so well, I thought they deserved to be number one last week. Now I think the Chiefs deserve to be number one. They have an ability to kind of turn it on when they have to. That is really, really impressive. Although they still find a way to let that other team have a chance to win seemingly every time. You know, they, they're not able to really, you know, pardon the expression, but step on the other team's throat, so to speak. They're not able to really get that done. And maybe they don't need to. Maybe it doesn't matter. They'll still win. But that's something that's jumped out to me, certainly, about them. Shout-outs are in order for some other things that are great holiday gifts, Bry. Pizza Boy Brewing, delicious. Dynastyfreaks.com, delicious. Dynasty football information. Sportaculture, that's a cool holiday gift. SteakhouseSports.com, Vision Comics with an X. You can hit up any of them. Busy day, like I said. We'll have the College Draft Podcast. Emery Hunt's been awesome on that show. We will have Fantasy Feast podcast, getting you ready 
for your fantasy championships or semifinals, wherever you're in. And then, of course, we will have the Even Money podcast tomorrow with Andrew Brandt. Much to discuss with Andrew. There always is. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.